Welcome to episode 50. Five. Five zero. I was going to say that. Five zero. Out of my brain with that 50 talk. <laughs> uh, my name is Max. I'm Danielle. You are listening to Offbeat Tracks, our lovely podcast. Yeah. This is only, you know, in 50 episodes, this is only the second nighttime recording we have ever done. Yeah. First episode. Literally the first episode was the only other time we've done this. We always <laughs> record like usually morning lunch-ish hours. Our schedules aren't great for nighttime recording no but but it's good because then we can like go eat lunch after we record which is cool but uh no this is only our our second nighttime session uh i figured this was an extremely appropriate episode i did kind of just bring this recording on you Uh, fair warning to anyone listening it's cool like i literally i texted danielle 30 minutes ago and i was like you want to go and knock out this episode let's do this right now (laughs) like it's nighttime we're both we were out at different bars both of us so Mm -hmm. yeah this and we are literally drinking bourbon right now oh hell yeah hey cheers 50 episodes all right my third bourbon in a small sample of margarita Mm-hmm. So this week, uh, it's 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 a it's a numerical digit zero episode. It's yeah, a superlatives so, episode. Yeah. So this week we um, I kind of came up with this topic, um, and I don't I don't ever know I don't I think it took a bit to get you on board with this one. Yeah, I mean it's just I don't know I just um, continue. But the theme is WTF in music, and I think we purposefully kept this broad because there's a lot of WTF. But I, I wanted us to be able to talk about like just things we've heard in songs, even from our like especially artists that we like, where we're just like, dude, why? And I, I, I purposefully kept it broad because I wanted okay. to see just yeah. where all this goes. Um, I did try. I personally, I don't know about you, I did try to shy away from um, pointing out things in music videos just because this is like an audio podcast. So I, I don't did know kinda, if I've even. I did kind well. of stay away from that. One of these is a silly music video. But pretty but, much everything else is on the table. Yeah, no, this and is all musical. I, I can tell you, too, I'm, I'm very confident, and I, I don't know if you share the sentiment, but I'm fairly confident part two of this is going to happen eventually because there's a lot there's a lot of WTF ground to <laughs> cover. It's really, like I told you earlier, it's hard for me because I feel like most of the songs that I love and enjoy are like, most people are like, what the fuck? But... I mean, that's kind of the basis of this show, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Like, But I feel still, like, like with, is... within our WTF, there is genuine yeah. WTF. Yeah, and I, I think that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah, it took me a long time on my list to figure out what my standards were for it. Yes. Just in general, but here um, we are. I think that I went first last time, so I think that you should start with your number five on your list this time. Okay. Well, long story short, when I was... Um, I, when Max sprung this episode, I mean, we're going to do it two days from now. So I hadn't finalized everything. I especially only had four songs, so I needed a fifth. And lo and behold, at the bar, listening to terrible 90s rock music, comes one that is perfect. That would be 1993's Beautiful Crash Test Dummies. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Which, by the way, I've <laughs> never understood in the history of the world. Particularly how that was a hit. What were we doing in the 90s? What was that cultural moment where mm-hmm, is like a thing? We're like, yeah, I want to hear that more. I do not understand that song at all. I do know all the words to it, though, because I was singing it at the bar. Um, so your pick is extremely ironic in a way that you have no idea how. Oh, God. My friend Savannah uh, <laughs> does a brilliant podcast called uh, Life Songs where she specifically interviews people about songs that have had a meaningful impact on their life in some way. Oh, God. Somebody like... If you go listen to episode two of that show, uh, that is where I was her guest, and I was talking about the Crash Test Dummies song, Mm-mm-mm-mm. How is significant in your life? How I deeply love that song and appreciate it, and how I feel that no one really understands that song, and they all write it off as a dumb song. So that is totally hilarious that it's on your list. What am I not understanding? I just think it's a brilliant song about people, about not mistreating people because you don't know 
what their life circumstances are. And yeah. because this, the, the song is a study of three people who are castigated uh, from their respective societies for whatever, mm-hmm. or just feel like outcasts for reasons that aren't their own fault. One is a victim of a car crash. One is a victim of abusive parents. Uh, the other was born with a birthmarks or a birth defect or something. They're never clear about it. I mean, I think they're a little purposefully ambiguous. Yeah. But that's kind of the point. The, the whole point of the song is just, hey, maybe you should like keep yourself in check judging others because you don't know what their home lives are like or what they're carrying around that's not their own problem. I mean, not to shit on your choice. I, listen, fine. I totally understand that people <laughs> WTF this song. I get it. <laughs> I think a lot of it for me, like, I'm fine with the premise of the song. I get that. Mm-hmm. But I don't, it's like a weird cultural moment to me. It's a WTF cultural moment that this is like number four on the Hot 100. I agree. Ever. I agree. Like, yes. I get like people listening to this song and sometimes people like it. and sometimes You know what? In that context, know. I co-sign. Exactly. I, I, yes. It's just, it does not register me as a hit. So anytime I hear it still, I'm like, really? Okay, cool. Whatever. <laughs> Once there was this girl who wouldn't go and change with the girls in the change room and when they finally made her they saw birthmarks all over her body she couldn't quite explain it they'd always just Okay, um, my number five uh, is the responsibility of an artist who I love very deeply, one of my all-time favorites. No. But I just, and like, I like the song, but I just don't get it. Uh, this is, we're, we're talking Madonna's I'm Breathless album, oh, which was God. the soundtrack to Dick Tracy, which is brilliant. Mm-hmm. But there's this song on it called I'm Going Bananas. <laughs> and it's just a goofy song as is, mm-hmm. but... The, the specific moment in it that I don't understand is where she references, tell Dr. Alonzo that I'm going bananas. And I'm like, wait, back up. Who's Dr. Alonzo? Like, we're all just supposed to know who the hell that is. <laughs> so I don't like, I don't know what, what was going on with Madonna when she, she cut this or if this was like totally written by the film producers. But this one's a WTF moment to me, despite my, my liking the song. Yeah. Do you, have you heard this? Do you know what I'm I, talking about? I probably about? have. I don't remember it. <laughs> I do listen to Hanky Panky a fair amount. It's something special. My number four is a song that also comes from the early 90s um, in a cultural moment that I also don't understand. We've got some boy bands, some of which were better than others, one of which was the worst, and I don't even understand why anyone liked them. They weren't even cute. Color me bad. I want to sex you up. Oh, yeah. What the hell is this song? Yeah. Like... And they're like, okay, if you want to go into the video or just any any of it, like, I don't even remember the specific video, all of them were ugly. None of them were cute. Why were we into this? And like the songs, okay, it's kind of a jam. It's stupid. But like, we can do it till we both wake up. 
we can do it till we both wake up. <laughs> but it's actually, so good. You're already you're starting from the premise that you're honest. asleep. But I'm going to be honest, though. Like, the older I get, the more I understand that line because I'm fucking tired all the time. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is going to be a great episode. Oh, my God. But it's still like, I don't tell anybody about that except for me telling you all mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, on the internet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's... Nobody's listening. It's fine. Nobody listens. It's good. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. No, I don't understand Color Me Bad at all. I especially don't understand this song. No. And the fact that it, it I mean, it really was a big hit. And you still hear it, too. On like 90s throwback radio. It's like, here's Color Me Bad. I'm like, ooh, like ooh, really? Ooh. Of all the good 90s, like y'all can't even play. Um, oh, what's the one that was like same year and very same vibe, but it was actually a good song. Um, um, after dun, Seven. Dun, dun, dun. After Seven. Can't Stop. Oh, yeah. Well, you yeah, never hear that one. Why are we stuck on Color Me Bad? I hear, well, I listen to Can't Stop a lot. No, Color Me Bad oh. had a couple, they had, they had another song. All for Love, right? All for Love yeah. was really good. Yeah, that was a great song. Um, if you ever want to go into like a weird cultural moment um, with Color Me Bad, go on like, I think it's on Hulu, Beverly Hills 90210, when Color Me Bad guest starred and they like stalk them at a hotel because they're so <laughs> cute and they're so gross. <laughs> oh my God, they were. They, they were the like, it's like if you, I imagine that if you like had some kind of 3D printer and just typed 90s fuckboy in, it would just print color me bad. You know? <laughs> like that's what they were. <laughs> like bad facial like hair. Like they were fuckboys before fuckboys existed. Oh my god. They yeah. were so gross. Anyway, I You're just so don't, right. I don't get it. Uh, my number four, we're throwing back to the grand year of uh, 1,988. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the possibilities are endless here. Yes. Uh, so this was a solo record by a guy who had had success or would have future success. I don't remember the timeline exactly with a rap group known as the Ghetto Boys. Are you are you familiar with the Ghetto Boys? A little bit. Okay. Well, uh, this guy's name was Willie D. <laughs> And he released an album in uh, 1988, 89, somewhere in there called Controversy that features a track called Bald Headed Hose. (laughs) I love it already. Yes. uh, So here, I'm just going to give you the opening lyrics to Bald Headed Hose. It goes like this. What the fuck is going on in this goddamn world? What are you, bitch? A bald girl. I can't tell because your shit on the sides is gone. You remind me of that monkey looking bitch, Grace Jones. Fucked up is how you look to Willie D., I just gotta have a bitch that has mo hair than me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> some try to play it off by weaving it through. You ain't fooling nobody. We know you bald headed too. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 harsh. Now, but the man knows what he wants, and he knows how to communicate it. He does. Now, <laughs> that in itself, I guess, would not necessarily qualify for a WTF list. But Willie literally does go on to actually propose legislation to Congress <laughs> to be able to murder any bald-headed woman that he happens to run into. That's where we are by the end of the song. I, it just like what ev- bald woman pissed in his Cheerios. Right. Like the song is 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 whatever on its own. But the fact, like, the anger with which he delivers it is really what the WTF is to me. Like, he's so pissed off about this, like, women who shave their heads and wear wigs. 
It's just so bizarre. Like he, all the shit going on in the world, and this is what he's angry about. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. I, I really want to. I'm going to go. But whatever. Willie D. I hope. I hope that you're. You, you never had a bad wig experience again after and making they, this. They song, always buddy. had more hair than you. So <laughs> let's hope. The meanest assholes I ever seen ain't got no hair. So they act crude and want to go and pick a fight with the girls who do. Am I right? You're right. Hell yeah, I'm right. I've seen this shit night after night. Instead of wearing other people, have your dumb ass bitch. You need to buy some dog mane and grow your own damn shit. Ball hit ho. What you see, D? What, 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 what you see, D? I see some ball hit ho. What are we on now? Number three? Mm-hmm. Okay, number three. My next two are going back to an entire decade of WTF, the 1970s. Oh, God, yes. Which <laughs> is like, how can you choose just two, Danielle? Yeah. I don't know, but I did. So, and um, we already we already blew Genghis Khan on another episode. You know, so. I thought about it. There were so many when we came up with this episode. I was like, can I just like recycle the ones The Eurovision? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's no, really that's cheating. It. I know, but I didn't. There's no Eurovision here. Number three. Um, it comes from the year 1972. Happy Watergate, everybody. Um, Harry Nilsson's Coconut. Oh, my God. Now, here's my thing with this song. I, I can't tell if it's great or the worst song I've ever heard. It's just like, put the lime in the coconut. I don't understand it. My I mean, brother understand. once told me this bit of trivia. Oh, I've God. never been able to research this to any kind of definitive conclusion. But he once posited to me that that song was the only song to ever chart Billboard Top 40 that is literally the same chord the entire way through. I don't know if it's the only one, but this song goes absolutely nowhere. It's It's true. The The only other song I could think of is one that we have talked about on this show before uh, on a Superlatives episode. In fact, on the Sexy Songs episode, the Little Louis song French Kiss, which is literally Mm. just one note. So, but I I, I get it. I doubt that charted. (laughs) yeah yeah, not not hot 100 no way yeah Um, this is such a weird song from a weird time i don't know how this was a hit like you just put the lime in the coconut yes call me in the morning (laughs) it's just like he has a conversation with his doctor who by the way isn't a great doctor if he tells you to put the lime in the coconut and that's going to help your stomach ache that's not going to help your stomach ache to put the lime in the coconut and all i can think of of course uh when i hear this is uh Homer, when he's singing it, Homer Simpson, when he's singing it in his in his um his hammock in his backyard, okay. when Flanders is trying to talk to him, do you do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know about? anything about the Simpsons. He goes, "You put the beer in the coconut and throw the can away," and it hits Flanders in the head. <laughs> Homer, you throw the can away. I said, Homer. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, it's a catchy song, and I get it, but it's just so stupid, and I can't tell if it's terrible or good. I can't tell. She called a doctor, woke him up and said, Doctor, ain't there nothing I can take? I said, Doctor, to relieve his belly ache. I said, Doctor, ain't there nothing I can take? I said, Doctor, to relieve his belly ache. Now let me get this straight. Put the lime in the coconut to drink bowl up. Put the lime in the coconut to drink bowl up. Put the lime in the coconut to drink bowl up. My 
number three is um, a song I feel like you probably have never heard before, unless we've ever specifically talked about it. Because mm. I don't know what other context you'd have to know this song. Uh, get there around, was Max. I there get was <laughs> there was a uh, teenage singer in the late seventies, mostly early eighties though, named Stacy Lattisaw. Um, who kind of made she kind of made disco records and then kind of transitioned into freestyle music mm-hmm. by the by later career, but she has this song from around 1981 I want to say that's called Attack of the Name Game. This song is notable because Mariah Carey would later go on to sample it for I never remember if it's Heartbreaker or Loverboy, but it was one of those two. I think it was Heartbreaker, um, but she sampled the beat from this song. But um, this song is uh, about Stacy walking down the street and she encounters. Quote, a spaceship scene and a man in green. She encounters a little alien in a spaceship who teaches her this funky name game. Where, for example, if your name is Max, you would say, Mac it back. I got a Mac attack. I got a me, my, mo, the Mac a jack. Turn the tax. I got to move the dax. I got to wham, bam, funky, the facts. My name's Max. Like that. Uh, okay. So all of Stacy's like friends come in and start doing the name game with Clyde, the alien. His name's Clyde. Of course. Uh, and right after her little brother, Jerry does his little verse of the name game. The alien chimes in with something where they do one little chorus. And then the alien chimes in with a lyric that I just find exceptionally questionable. So <laughs> I'm just going to play the clip and here it is. Beg pardon? <laughs> what? You better lock up your daughter. <laughs> they left out. Okay, Clyde. They thank you. They left out that step of the name game and that formula, <laughs> yeah. didn't they? And that uh, was Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker did sample that. Yeah. That's so that's my number three. Um, um, old Clyde the <laughs> Clyde the uh, questionable boundaries alien. <clears throat> All right. So we're on number two, right? Yes, we are. Number two, going back into that 70s action. And I More was, 70s, yes. This is my last 70s. Um, so I grew up on classic rock, so I've heard this song millions and millions of times in my life. And just a few years ago, I, one day the, the lyrics just never hit me. And then I was like at my office, I was like in my cubicle listening to this in my headphones, like, Oh my God, 1971's Rolling Stones, Brown Sugar. How the hell did anybody let that happen? Yeah, that's pretty bad. What the hell? Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> like, I've, what? Like, for years, I've just listened to this, and everyone's like, yeah, what a great song. And I'm like, wait a minute, what is he, what? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So now I can't even listen to it anymore. Nothing like fetishizing women of color. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, some slavery and some, you know. Yep. Um, it was I, the 70s. White I, people I were still getting away with a lot of shit. I don't, but I still think they are getting away with it. Everyone, just, they still pop, this song pops up all the time. And it's like, yeah, yeah the best. I'm like, are we just not going to talk about it? But there this? are more than, like, there are more, like, what's the, um, uh, what's his name? Lou Reed? The Walk on the, uh, oh. walk on the Wild Side. The color girls say, hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mm, okay, maybe let's not use that word. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, you still hear that song everywhere. Yeah. Also, Rolling Stones Under My Thumb, which is an honorable mention, because that's also weird, too. I don't know that one. Under uh, uh, My Thumb. She's basically talking about how he's just got this woman under control now. Mm. She speaks when she's spoken to. It's, Lovely. I know. Like, it's really... Thanks, Mick. Yeah.
So I'm very confident that uh, you you've never heard this one either, which very it very it very much excites me to introduce you to this. Um, we all know the song "Come On Eileen" by yeah. Dexy's Midnight Runners. Okay, so Dexy's Midnight Runners, like many 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 other artists, has a Vivo channel, <laughs> and on their Vivo channel, this is their official sanctioned Vivo channel. They have this clip of a live performance of "Come On Eileen." Okay, I don't know where this happened. Um, it's definitely from back in the day, like when Dexy's Midnight Runners would have been in their heyday. So I would have to guess 8283. But this is their official live sanctioned performance on their YouTube channel. Oh, and I'm scary. just gonna I'm just gonna play you the little beginning of how this goes. I just I have so many questions of why this is here. So just check this out. their official vivo channel it sounds like it sounds like you know that thing uh, on movies or tv when someone's like lip syncing and then someone like turns off the track and turns up the mic that's what it sounds like <laughs> and all these people in the, in the comments are like did they slaughter a goat on stage what happened but this, i mean like could they literally have not found any other performance to put up of this song why <laughs> I mean, that boy's not even, like, missing the note. That boy's not in the same time zone as the note. What is going on, sir? <laughs> I can't even talk about it. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> I just I really, don't understand. I, okay, but, but let's, let's talk about also just that whole entire genre of YouTube live performances uh -huh. of just people just like just horribly missing a note the best is like if it's like a, a national anthem it's someone just misses the one note like all the rest of them are good and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like the best video genre it makes me it's, kind of, it's kind of true so yeah we can uh, we can add that to that list because <laughs> holy cow jesus uh so we've reached our number one which is when we write down our selections and let each other read them out loud i I'm always fearful that we're going to pick the same one. Well, I'm but pretty sure to be to be honest, I'm yeah, I'm fairly certain we didn't because I figured like if you had this one it would have, would have been lower on your list. But you're going to you're going to laugh when you read this cuz we've talked about this before and yeah, anyway. So I, I have to read yours first cuz we're Okay, to, yeah. I don't know if you've listened. I've told you to listen to it, but it's I don't know if you actually did. It's so fucking dumb. I'm so excited to talk about it. Okay, here we go. Danielle's number 1 WTF moment in music for for this episode anyway. Yeah, we're we're going to do more of these. Yeah. Is <clears throat> Sean, <laughs> Sean Cassidy's cover of the song Rebel Rebel. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, I had a couple of questionable covers on my list that I cut off too. I kind of like, by the way, usually before we do our number ones, we go through and reveal like some stuff that didn't make the list. I kind of purposefully did not do that because I have some enough good material here to do another one of these episodes. <laughs> yeah, no, so I'm this, saving it. Yeah, the story of this song fascinates me anyway because I love me some Sean Cassidy. I still think he may be the sexiest man who has ever lived. Yeah, he's Call pretty hot. Me Sean. Um, but like, you know, he was like a teen idol guy in the late 70s. And that was not working out well going into 1980 when this song comes out. And he's like, man, this new wave stuff is what I want to get on. I need some edge. 
So he calls up his buddy Todd Rundgren, and who was cool, but then like around 1980, he starts doing that bang on your drum all day stuff, and it sucks. <laughs> so he was like, "That's literally I'm gonna my favorite do- Todd Rundgren song." Moving on. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it, but um, it's another WTF. I don't fucking get that song either. <laughs> um, but he doesn't want to work, Danielle. He just wants to bang on his drum all day. There's nothing to get. I mean, same. Pay piece. attention to the words of the song. <laughs> Anyway, Sean <laughs> makes this album called The Wasp, which I never knew about until a few months ago, probably because no one talks about it for a reason. It's awful and glorious, and I love it, and I listen to it all the time, and Rebel Rebel is terrible, and it's just like a bunch of noise, and like Sean's doing these weird like voices. He's got like a deep voice and a falsetto. I don't know what's happening. It's... It bombed, clearly. No one's ever mentioned it again, except for me, because I heard that, and I was like, no, we need to talk about this more. It's terrible, and it should never have happened, but I'm glad it did. I, I'm with you. God, I, I have other covers on my list. Uh, two and No, three, actually. I have three covers on my list that didn't make it. So those will be WTF mm. Part 2 whenever that yeah, happens. I know, right? So look for that. All right. uh, yeah, I'm not even going to go there. But yes, I, I agree with your choice here. This was very strange. <laughs> she likes me, and I like it all. So I really, I'm very excited for you to open this because I feel like you're going to be annoyed for not having thought to include this on your list, which is awesome. Mm, Okay. So if it's something I really love, no, this is a this is a good WTF moment that we've laughed about. All right, let's see (laughs) that fucking weird ass vocal effect in that boy crazy song, dear God, why? I'm assuming you're saying. That's a, you yeah. know the one. So yeah, there was this this girl group uh, called Boy Crazy in 1993. So who we'll we'll have an episode about them because they're actually way more talented than anybody would have ever imagined. Good singers. There, there's one specific video I'm thinking of where you can find where Boy Crazy, all four of them are singing live on some late night talk show, and they they go a cappella, and it is astounding. I mean, they they are they were insanely vocally talented, and their big hit song was this song. That's what love can do. <laughs> And it's this amazing little pop song. But right after the first chorus, there's this just weird thing that happens. It's like a baby noise, but it's like... And you're kind of just like, why? I I mean, I'd like it, but it doesn't need to be there. Yeah, it's it's very... It's jarring. Don't you think? I mean, (laughs) do you you not find it jarring? Um... I think I've just heard it so much I'm used to it now, so I'm not jarred any longer. I think so, too. But, uh, I mean, okay. it's still very strange. I totally get it. And right when I read your thing, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, oh, we're going to do this live, so I apologize okay. for the noise we'll that might happen. Fuck but, it. Yeah, right. So, yeah, this is a WTF episode, so fuck it. So, yeah, I'm going to try to cue this up and, and play this clip so we can talk about this some more. Um, yeah, so this is this is Boy Crazy's That's What Love Can Do, which is an amazing song. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit. It's yeah, it's right after this this chorus here, which is a very sweet chorus. Uh, and here comes this weird thing. It 
even been so bad if they'd just taken it down like an octave. It's like a but it's curated just, DJ scratch. It's just so high. And you're like, if you're listening to it in headphones and you're out running or you're like at the <laughs> like trying to lift weights at the gym or whatever, and then that happens in your ear and you're just like, whoa, like what just then happened? The, then the dumbbell falls on top of your neck and you die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn it, boy crazy. That's what love can killing do. All, killing all the gays. Yeah, that's, what love, that's what love can do. <laughs> Kill the gays in the gyms of America. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we chose to do this episode tonight. This has just been a rockin' good time. Boy um, crazy little genius. Why, why did I just say a rockin' good time? That's what like lame-ass middle-aged white people say. What the fuck uh, are we now, no, Max? This has been this has been a synth and good time. I'm not, we're not middle-aged. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. I don't plan on living that long. I don't oh. want to get Alzheimer's. Oh, cheers. Okay. Uh, no, <laughs> God, this... it's turned dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so thanks for being along this uh, WTF mm-hmm. ride with us. Uh, we're definitely going to do part two of this eventually. Oh, yeah. Because uh, this, was, this was a blast. Um, you can find us online. We're at offbeattrackscast.com. Yes, we also are located on um website on the internet, Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> at offbeattracks. We are Twitter user <laughs> Offbeat Tracks. Yeah, um, tweet at us. Tell us what's up and what you think a WTF moment is in a song. Because you might give Danielle more ideas for her list oh for the God. for WTF Part Two when we do that eventually. It'll probably be episode sixty. I don't know. <laughs> we can just do it every ten. <laughs> yeah, from now every on. ten, right? Uh, you already know so what songs to seduce us with. You know what Christmas songs we like. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, what else is there? We're just gonna tell you all the dumb stuff we think is dumb that's right we'll be back next week with a standard episode and hey our one year anniversary is close by too and we'll be doing a little, a little retrospective special one that rolls around so super cute look forward to that too thanks for uh, subscribing to our show and listening every week we love you guys yeah you're pretty cute see you next you week looking cute today bye bye